Hey everyone, and welcome to the Alive and Living podcast. I'm Allison, and in case you didn't know, this is the very first episode of this podcast. I mean, this is really exciting. If you didn't listen to the trailer, I mentioned there that I've had the idea for this podcast ever since June of 2020. So I'm so excited for this to actually become a reality. So to kick off this podcast, I figured that I might as well start off with the very basis of Christianity. Because everything else I'm going to be talking about stems from this. And this is so relevant because by the time I upload this episode, it'll be Easter. So today we're going to be talking about the gospel. So because I don't know who exactly is listening to this podcast, I'm going to explain the gospel in a simple way so that people who have never heard this and people who have been hearing this most of their life can understand and learn from the amazingness of it. And if you are one of those people who think they know the gospel by heart and have heard it 100 times, I encourage you to still take time and listen because even us as Christians need to be reminded of this. So I'm going to do this using a song. Yes, a song. And it might even be something that you've sung at VBS as a kid. So in order to fully understand the gospel and to be able to fully embrace the wonderfulness of it, we need to understand what the word gospel means. So to keep it basic, the word gospel means good news. And the gospel is the story of Jesus Christ coming down to earth to save sinners. I'll be going deeper into this, but this is good news. It's great news. So great that the whole world needs to know about it. So this is what we're going to dive in today. I've decided to use a song to explain this because one, who doesn't love songs? And two, it's super catchy. So from now on, whenever someone asks you what the gospel is, you've got it stuck up here in your brain. So today I'm going to be using the song, Lord, I Lift Your Name on High. Now, I don't know if we sang this in the VBS I went to, but the moment I heard it, it reminded me of VBS. But anyway, the lyrics I want to focus on say this. You came from heaven to earth to show the way, from the earth to the cross, my debt to pay, from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky, Lord, I lift your name on high. Today, I'm going to use these lyrics to explain to you the gospel. I just think that they explain the gospel so perfectly in a way that everyone can easily remember. So before I start repeating myself, let's get into it. Before we get into the actual story of Jesus' death and resurrection, we need to talk about the reason why Jesus had to come to earth in the first place, and that is sin. In the beginning, God created the universe and the earth and the Garden of Eden, which contained Adam, Eve, and all of the animals. Everything was in perfect harmony with the way God intended the world to be. I mean, how cool is it that Adam and Eve got to live side by side with God? So Adam and Eve seemed to have everything. God told them that they could eat of the fruit from any of the trees except from a tree in the middle of the garden, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Unfortunately, Satan disguises himself as a serpent and starts the temptation. Genesis 3, 1-7 says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God actually say, You shall not eat of any tree in the garden. 
And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate it. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her and ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves lime cloths. So this event is known as the fall of man. Man disobeyed God for the first time, and since then we have not been able to live directly with God. This is because of sin. This is also my first point that I want to make. From the beginning of time, there has been one major problem that has separated man from God, sin. The first part of Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. The punishment of our sin is death. If we sin, then we deserve to die. And Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, which is saying that we all sin and there is no perfect person on this earth. Something needs to be done if humans and God want to be together again, because sin separates us from God. We have Satan and God. When Satan tempts us and we sin, we sin against God and his commandments. Every time we sin, we are slowly being pulled onto Satan's side. And if we continue to sin over and over, it gets easier and easier to sin, which makes it even easier to go down the wrong path. But fortunately, there is something that brings us back together with God. Thankfully, God had a plan that the Old Testament believers have been waiting for. So starting in Matthew, the first book in the New Testament, Jesus comes on the scene in a really remarkable way the thing we celebrate on Christmas. God makes this young virgin named Mary pregnant with Jesus, and he's born in a manger, which is a surprising place for the King of Kings to be born. It's a very humble entrance into this world. Then, as an adult, Jesus starts his ministry. So finally, finally, this brings us to the song. Lyric number one says, You came from heaven to earth to show the way. So Jesus came from heaven down to earth, and he's in a human form just like us. Now you might be asking, what does it mean to show the way? Well, you see, while Jesus is on earth, he didn't just come to die and then go back to heaven. He actually taught people how God wanted them to live and was the premium example of this. One of the biggest examples of this is Jesus' famous Sermon on the Mount, which is first found in Matthew 5-7. through the lessons that Jesus teaches us are just so good and practical for people living at any point in time. He teaches us about Christians being the light of the earth, things like anger and revenge, loving our enemies, and some really amazing things that really teach us how to live the way God wants us to live. Of course, Jesus taught things all the way through his ministry, but if you want to read some really good teachings and learn some great biblical things that you can apply to your life, I encourage you to go read Matthew chapters 5 through 7. But not only did Jesus come down and show the way through his teachings, he also showed that he is the way back to God through forgiveness. John fourteen six says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This leads us to our next lyric, lyric number two, which says, From the earth to the cross, my debt to pay. 
So this captures the main, main point. Jesus died on the cross so we could be forgiven and be able to spend eternity with God. So what happened was that the Jewish Pharisees were so sick of Jesus that they had a plan to kill him. The time is around Passover. Judas, one of Jesus' disciples, has agreed to betray Jesus and hand him over. After the Last Supper, Jesus and his disciples go to the Garden of Gethsemane to pray. Judas comes and betrays Jesus, and they take him away. They then take Jesus to the high priest and then to the governor, Pontius Pilate. But Pilate doesn't want to kill Jesus. Unfortunately, the crowds say that they want Jesus killed. The people have a choice either to release him or Barabbas, a prisoner. And they choose to re release the prisoner and kill Jesus. The fact that the people chose to release Barabbas over Jesus symbolizes the fact that Jesus died in our place. Barabbas was a prisoner and Jesus was an innocent man, but he loved us so much that he died in our place. He died so that we don't have to die as the penalty of our sin. He is our replacement, dying innocent death for all the things we have done wrong that have separated us from God. So the Roman soldiers take Jesus away to be flogged. Jesus was beaten and mocked and then crucified. And crucifixion is the most terrible form of execution people have ever known. Jesus is growing through so much pain for hours. Next to him are two other criminals who are also being crucified with him. The criminal on his left is mocking him, saying that if he's really the son of God, then why doesn't he save himself and them too? The criminal on Jesus' right responds, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he says to Jesus, Jesus, remember me when I come into your kingdom. And Jesus replies by saying, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. You can find this in Luke 23, 40-43. This conversation between Jesus and the robber is proof that if we believe in Jesus, when we die, we will be in heaven with him, which is paradise. You see, Jesus died so when we die... It won't be an actual death because we will be transported to a place better than earth has ever been. Okay, moving on to lyric number three. It says, from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky. So this phrase is describing an amazing resurrection, the big thing that we celebrate on Easter. So Jesus dies and is buried in a tomb. I know that we know the ending, but Jesus' disciples back then did not know how this was going to end. So I'm sure that at this point, it seems like death has won. The Lord, Jesus Christ, who is God, is dead. He could have saved himself, but he didn't. So of course, it must have seen that the evil side has the victory. But God does end up having the final victory because after three days, Jesus rises from the dead and he is now alive. And this is so great because death has been defeated. God created the way through Jesus to be brought back to him. In the Old Testament, when people sinned, they had to build an altar and do an animal sacrifice. But now Jesus was the final sacrifice and forgiveness is given freely. It also means that when we die, if we are saved and believe in Jesus, we get to go to heaven and be with God for eternity, just like it was intended from the beginning. Sometimes it can be hard to understand. 
Why exactly did Jesus have to die in order to pay for our sins? I was confused about this at first too. God is God, of course, so he didn't have to use the cross. He could have just gotten rid of death and evil just by thinking about it, but he didn't. You see, the killing of Jesus is the cause of human sin and evil, but God used that evil as a way to conquer death. He took something that was intended for bad and made it good. Jesus was killed because of sin, but then he killed the sting of death by rising from the dead. The physical act represents the forever defeat of evil. Jesus is now alive, and before he goes up to heaven, he gives his disciples some last instructions, which can be first found in Matthew 28, 16-20. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain that Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. This is known as the Great Commission. So because the gospel is so amazing and everyone needs to know about it, Jesus tells his disciples to go therefore and make disciples of all nations. The gospel is good news, so people need to know about it. We also need to teach people what Jesus taught. I really believe that the gospel changes our individual lives. We can come together as Christians to make it our mission to tell others about Jesus. Because if you think about it, the two most important things in this life are that we get saved and that we work to tell others about Jesus so that God can work in their hearts so they can become saved too. And the way we tell others about Jesus is so unique and relates to the unique purposes that God has given us ever since we were born. This sort of all ties into the very last lyric of the song, which says, Lord, I lift your name on high. God is worthy to be praised because of the amazing sacrifice of Jesus dying on the cross to pay for our sins so we could be with him in heaven for eternity. And the Great Commission is about living life for God's glory. Living for God's glory is so important, and no matter what you do with your life, we should do it all for the glory of God while making followers of Jesus at the same time. Romans 1.16 says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. We should not be ashamed of the gospel because everyone is just a prayer way to salvation for anyone who is willing to believe. So, just as a quick recap. We as humans all sin every day in ways we might not even know. Every single person on this earth has fallen short of the glory of God. But as John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. If we believe in Jesus and what he has done for us on the cross, we get to have eternal life in heaven where we come back to how the world was supposed to be living eternally with God. And being saved does not take a lot of work. You don't have to have it all together or to be perfect to become a follower of Jesus. Romans 10, 9 says, 
Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. All you have to do is believe that Jesus died for your sins on the cross, believe that God raised him from the dead, and repent of your sins and turn away from them. It's that simple act of believing. People of all ages can be saved. Just think of the criminal that died on the cross with Jesus. All he did was believe in and receive Jesus, and he was in heaven with him the moment that he died. I really hope that this episode really made you realize the importance of the gospel, that Jesus' great sacrifice made a way for us to be with him eternally through the forgiveness of sins. If you like this podcast episode, subscribe. You don't want to miss the episodes to come. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.